Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Bring Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your host Zay, Young Vander, and Bro Joe. What's popping, good people? Welcome back to the best new fantasy football podcast on the air, the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast, presented to you by Manscaped. I'm your host Zay. As always, I got my guys with me. Holla at the people, Young Vander. Fantasy Fiends, what's going on out there? And my guy, your guy, Bro Joe. Holla at him, bro. What's going on, Fantasy Fiend family? We have a great show in store for you today. News and notes, your playoff preview, especially for you DFS fans. And also the first of our final fantasy series. We're going to hit you off with your quarterbacks today. Within that final fantasy series, we have your I told you so's, the my bads, and the I did not see that coming. Going to have a whole lot of fun with that, and I'm sure that's going to spark a whole bunch of arguments and um, explanations of things that went awry. We definitely don't mind bragging on what we got right, but we also don't mind explaining how some of the things that in our logic should have happened, why it did Going to have a whole lot of fun with that series. Join us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Fiend Family Facebook group. If you need to get any information to us, fantasy football fiend, F-E-I-N at Gmail for promos, advertising. And let's go ahead and hop right into your news. And now your fantasy news. We got a lot going on right now. Things that will definitely affect fantasy, things that are going to affect the playoffs, coaches moving here and there or possibly not moving at all some guys have been fired rumors are flying there is a whole lot going on right now in football one of the biggest stories lamar jackson baltimore ravens quarterback isn't likely to play this weekend the reason why this is so significant well first of all he's he's their starting quarterback but this is supposed to be a two to three week injury per the original diagnosis. We're going into like the sixth week. So now you have all the conspiracy theorists coming out, you know, saying, hey, is this a money thing? Have we seen Lamar play his last game as a Baltimore Raven unless they change direction and choose to pay him? But this has huge fantasy implications whether he stays or goes. This is a tricky one. Um, I kind of see, it's kind of like a, for me, it's, I see kind of both sides. I really think Lamar should play. I think playing could help his contract. I also think playing can hurt his contract. So it's just one of those things I feel like, you know, I, I think he's well enough to play, honestly. I think this is more one of those Kawhi Leonard situations. When he's with the Spurs, you remember he had like a little knee bruise and he sat out for like nine months or yep. something for it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not uh, I'm not a hundred percent yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm ninety 
six. You know what I mean? So and I won't play until I'm one hundred percent right. Not, and I and I really think this is what this is. Uh, but it, I don't think it helps him sitting out as far as re-signing with the Ravens. Now, of course, there's a lot of quarterback needy teams, and somebody will get Lamar that bag he's looking for. Uh, but um, again, if you if you're a player, man, you came this far, you you came into the season saying you're gonna play for the contract, so go ahead and finish it out. Because I'm not saying they're not they're not a Super Bowl favorite by any means, but if he was able to play and muster up a Super Bowl run, I think the money would be there. You know what I mean? I'm so, gonna be honest with you, bro. Everything was all good until I got hurt, and now you want to make Roquan Smith the highest paid linebacker in history, and he just got there last night. Nah. I'm not doing nothing for you at this point because you've already shown that let's, let's say I go ahead and I go play this playoff game and I do further hurt my knee. You're going to toss me to the side. I went to many camps. I went to OTAs. I did all this stuff. I, I played in this. Had I not legit gotten hurt, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. Cause I didn't sit, but the fact that I got hurt and the fact that I don't have a contract that woke me up, I, I'm more power to you. But getting you a Super Bowl does nothing for me at this point because the the bank that I'm breaking it can't get no more broken because somebody gonna pay me. That that that's what I think he he's thinking right now. Yeah, I, I I understand looking at the whole Roquan situation, but again, they traded for Roquan. And anytime you trade you for an asset, yeah, cool. <laughs> but you trade you traded assets to get Roquan, right? And when you bring in a guy like a if you bring in a Pro Bowl player. That has no years left on the contract or a year. Everybody knows what's happening next. We're gonna resign you. And the next person in line get the biggest bag. So it was gonna happen. Anybody who signed Roquan Smith, so keep he's gonna that get paid. same energy. Anybody who signed me, I'm the next person. Right. I should get the biggest keep the same no, Why are you but trying they, to load Well, me? they traded for him. That's the difference. No, no, but but what I'm saying is Lamar is in the same situation. No years left on his contract. If he don't sign there, he gonna sign somewhere. I hear so, you, but it's two. Number one, they traded. I'm next up, pay me. They traded for him though. I get anytime that. you trade for a guy who's disgruntled by the contract, mm-hmm. he's gonna get re-signed wherever he he lands. That's just that's Facts. always. Gonna I get happen. that. Now, a quarterback is not always gonna get paid when it's time for him to get paid. And being that Lamar hasn't played a full NFL season in how many years? And if you look at Lamar's since his MVP season, he's been on a decline. Can we agree on that? I agree. So I'm not saying I don't want Lamar to get his money because I do. I like Lamar. But I'm just talking from the organization standpoint. So so let me talk about we and we talking about a quarter million, we talking about a quarter billion dollars, uh, Zay. Has it's a difference. Has has, <laughs> has Lamar done more in the NFL than Deshaun Watson? I mean, yeah, he has done more than NFL, but if you go let okay. that, if you he, he has done more as far as one that's the MVP, right? But if you go talk to anyone in the NFL and ask who's the better quarterback, what are people going to say? Well, hell, people are going to say Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback than Tom Brady. That don't mean I want him over Tom. I'm when just comes, saying. No, but when it comes to it's, it's a difference between Tom and, and Rodgers. Yeah. The only All argument right. with those when guys are going to say. When it comes to winning, I want Tom. When it comes to winning, I want Lamar over to shine because the win-loss record says that he up there with everybody else. Yeah, but also what injuries have Deshaun have? I get that. I get that part. What and they play two different styles of football. Part. Deshaun sit in the pocket, but that he, really, that, that he, he don't really want to run. He wants his quarterback. He wants his quarterback that's athletic who can run, but he right. rather not run. He closer to Russell Wilson than he is to Lamar. Bingo. Yeah, and we talking got, about a quarter billion. 
I feel you. But that ain't on him. That that's what a market is. That, like you say, he just happened to be the next one. Right. right. So, so at the same time, we don't want to make a mistake. No. I a quarter billion is a hell of a damn. Uh, right. shit. It's, and and these are fully right. guaranteed now. These ain't like one of those front loaded things where usually the first two years they get the bulk of the money, then they can cut you by year three or four. Right. And be cool. Right. No, 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 no. No. They gonna it if they cut you. We want it all. You know what I'm saying? He I want you. it all. So. So if just, that's the case, then just let it be. You, you, you're not willing to pay me. Just say that. I mean, because I'm not willing to take less. So let, let's call a thing a thing and, and, you know, cut ties admirably. But don't ask me to, to give it give it one more shot for the Gipper when you know that you're not going to pay me. And you know that if I get hurt, nobody else going to pay me. Nah, I'm not thinking about you anymore. I'm good. Yeah, I want to get his bread. saying. But, I mean, more years. What have you done for me lately? Bum, 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 bum. What has Lamar done lately? I was going to say, like, uh, with the PCL being what it is, it's a lot to question what his explosiveness actually could be and the actual fear that he could actually tear it. I mean, like, I can't tell a man that he's not hurt, but at the same time, to your point, I'm not going to jeopardize. Like, uh, look at RG3, for example, when he played Seattle those right, years ago. Right. He was nowhere near ready to come back. I, do I think uh, Lamar is in a similar situation? It's a PCL. We don't know. Like he could take off running and then tear the, the thing off the bone, and then he doesn't set himself up for failure. And then we also know exactly. he, he isn't a good passer either. So I'm gonna no, have. No, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say he, that. He ain't throwing dots like I he threw that that, that 400 yard game uh, a while a while ago. He not I mean, doing I, that. No, that was I, last year actually. I, I'm, I'm also looking at who he's throwing the ball to. So I mean, that's that may be another reason why he wants to get out of there. When when my best weapon is my tight end and then Sammy Watkins, like what the hell you expect from me to do? Yeah, they did there. They I mean, they, they that may be there. true, Zay, but at the same time, why receivers are not interested in playing with Lamar? There you go. Why receivers are not interested in playing in that system? I'm telling you, if Lamar went somewhere else other than Baltimore, you would see more from him. I like, wouldn't like, say it's a system because Michael Crabtree has had success in the same system. I mean, they're individual pass <laughs> catchers that will have success. Like, like okay, Crabtree had success, but there wasn't a Andrews on the team at that time. Crabtree was the dominant guy, so there's always one guy. What do you who, mean? Whatever pass catcher it may be, there's what do you always mean there wasn't guy a, that there, get there, off. There wasn't Andrews on the team. Who? Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker wasn't like that as, as far as fantasy was concerned until he got to Tennessee. I mean, they had a. I'm saying they had a pretty good tight end, though. Is what I'm saying. I mean, that's but, what I'm saying. But what, what what I'm saying is the offense itself normally only supports one top end pass catcher, regardless of the position. Like you, you've never known Baltimore to have two or three guys that are all going off. Like that's not the way the offense works. Like they they they. They 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 run the ball way too much for that to work. That they've been the number one in, in um rushing attempts for like three years in a row, and it's not even close. Like like by like uh, several attempts over the next person. So that's I, another I thing would, you gotta look at. I would buy that if Hollywood Brown didn't have 91 catches you last year. You almost had me, but that's enough <laughs> targets, enough work to get off. Do you agree? Okay. No, but but wasn't Andrews hurt last year? Again, one pass catch. I, I don't know. 
I don't know if Andrews, and, Andrews was hurt for several weeks last year, if I recall correctly. No, 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 no. Hell no. Andrews was number one no. tight end last year. Remember? Mark Andrews the number one tight end last year. Was it a year before? Yeah, he's the okay. number one tight end in football last year. So so what did where did where did Hollywood end up? Uh as far as his final finish, I'll have to look that up. But like I mean, what what I'm trying to figure out is did did the offense produce two two top end fantasy? He was people? yeah, yeah. He was uh God, because remember we talked about this during the offseason. It was Andrews and then like a few like I think he was in the top fifteen and I'm I'm certain he had to be in the top. I mean the kid the kid had hundred and forty six the kid had hundred and forty six targets, bro. I get that. Um, what are we what are we talking about then? That's We're a lot that's about, a lot of work. And then and, and, and as far as but, but hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Hold on, hold on. Now and you know hold on, and you know what that would put him at in the league, right? But but hold on though, let's backtrack a little bit. Right. Wasn't last year when they lost like every fucking running back on the roster? Shit, that's so this year too. They, they, they had a whole bunch of people come back and they brought people on. Last year they were down to picking up people off the street on the running game, so they couldn't do what they normally did last year. Think yeah. about that now. But at the same time, like Marquise Brown, we talking about the system. The system don't change. They just put a new person in it. Right, but that's what it wasn't they, like they Lamar was their normal system because they didn't have the running backs to do. Nah, but it wasn't like Lamar was leading the league in attempts or something like that. It was the same system; everything was still flowing the same way. The it, thing is, I mean, like I said, the same way because they didn't have no running backs, bro. They were still getting attempts though; they were still running the ball. It was like they just gave up running the ball and and say, they okay, Lamar got the same amount of rushing attempts. If the amount of passing attempts increased that much, the game don't last but so long. Okay, both of them couldn't be the same. If, if obviously you just indicated that the passing increased, something had to give, right? You can't have the same amount of rushing attempts and that many more passing attempts. Something had to go somewhere, right? Does that make sense? They they had a lot of running attempts. I mean, I don't know what I want you to say. Devonta Freeman, right? He was on the team last year. He had 133 right, carries. Right. You had Latavius Murray. He had 119 carries. Like, they were still running the ball. So it wasn't like they just say, we're not running the ball no more. They still ran the ball. They did, but not as much as Baltimore normally does. Is all I'm saying. There was a reason why they were that, more passing. No, those two guys come. No, nah, that would put them in still in the top. But those two, those two combined. I get that, but that was still less than what Baltimore normally does. Is what I'm saying. Nah, not that much less, bro. That's still 240. That's still like 240 carries, bro, which would be top five most attempts in the whole league. So they didn't get away. It didn't get away from it. Only and person carried the ball more than that was uh, Jonathan Taylor and Najee Najee Harris and, and uh, Joe Mixon. Other than and that, I bet you, I bet you, if you look the year before that, they probably had fifty to sixty more carries, and they are in the number one spot. That's all I'm saying. That's fine, but fifty to sixty carries don't mean shit. No, no, no. I mean more than the person behind them is what I mean. More, more than more than the person that's in the number two spot is what I'm speaking. It, to. It, at the end of the day, man, Marquise Brown was t- uh, uh, top 10 in targets and left. That's all I'm going to say. And I agree. <laughs> Why? But And what did he say? Because he don't want to play in that system. Right. That's the that's the proper thing to say. But people don't want to play with that quarterback. Why do you think these guys ain't able to been able to bring in these high? How, look how many free agents has been out. The wide receiver free agents. Why nobody not going there? Think about because it. Because they say the same thing. It ain't enough targets to go around. No, it's not the targets. It's the person throwing the ball. Okay. I mean, if you say <laughs> it definitely something. definitely ain't the targets. 
You just seen Marquise had 145. But but this isn't a new thing. They weren't getting wide receiver free agents before Lamar got there. This has always been what the Ravens has has ailed the Ravens as a franchise in general. Right. But they they, they haven't. The last all star free agent they got was Anquan Bowden or Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Okay. Steve. Yeah. Okay. I get you that. I mean, shit. I mean, nobody goes. But it has before Lamar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but they didn't have. This isn't a Lamar thing. But it's yes, a quarterback thing for the Ravens. The last quarterback they had that can really sling it around was was um, Flacco. Not yeah, Flacco. You know what I'm saying? He 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 didn't get no free agents either. But they had they had decent receivers then. They had Torrey Smith who was solid, and they had um, like I said. Would you say that Torrey Smith is equivalent to Devin Duvernay right now? Hell no, Tory better than Duvernay. Tripping. I don't know about that, bro. Tripping. I don't know about that. Tory Smith, Smith ain't all like that now. Come on now. Don't don't do Tory, man. Don't do Tory. Don't do don't Devin don't do is a Tory, bad man. boy. Yeah, I'm just bad. saying Tory Smith was all right, are comparable. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't say that that group is Duvernay hasn't had any thousand yard seasons. Thing. So I'm not gonna say he's a Tory Smith. Okay, I mean it's, it's season number two, and he was hurt last year, I believe. So I mean, yeah, I, I get that, but I'm just talking about the talent that I see, or the type of wide receivers that are on the field. The Ravens always have a certain type, and they never really have that dude at wide receiver, like never, like like two, three quarterbacks before Lamar. So I just can't say that it's on Lamar that why wide receivers don't want to go there. I don't, I don't think that's fair. That's all I'm saying. No, no, we, we just named. We just named three solid receivers that was there. Anquan was there. Tory was drafted. Anquan, well, An- Anquan and Steve Smith had been on two other teams before they got there. I'm talking yeah, about Mason like used to be I, on there. T- yeah. and, and, I mean, that's going, that's going back in the day now. But, yeah. but, but that's what I'm saying. You got to go way back to find a dude, and it's normally dudes that were with the program for many, many years. Or either they were on their last leg and they just wanted somebody to hire them. And Anquan didn't, didn't have nobody else required in the service. Steve Smith didn't have many other options at the time. Wide receivers only going there as a last resort, or even if they don't have a last resort, choosing just not to play. That didn't uh, start with Lamar. That's all I'm saying. I, would, I wouldn't say Lamar. I wouldn't say Anquan didn't have anybody for the services. That that wouldn't be true. He set out for quite a minute waiting for a call. You don't remember that? Nah, I mean, I wouldn't believe that coming off a thousand yard season. Actually, back to back thousand yard seasons in in, in Arizona. Hey, look, nah, I, don't I, buy I agree with you, but Arizona didn't resign him after all that production. No, he would, I mean, he would even get some money, but he didn't Gee. get paid like that. I mean, Baltimore didn't pay him. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Joe, you're going like, to look up. You're going to look up that he had to get paid, man. The boy was only what thirty years old when he got there. And, only thirty. Yeah. Okay. And he had, and he has had thousand yard seasons. After that, I agree with all of that, but what I'm saying is he didn't have as many options as you're making it seem right now. I don't, I disagree. Okay, I mean, coming off a Pro Bowl a year move from a Pro Bowl, that don't make sense for you to say he don't have many options. That's all I'm saying, but I'm not talking about production, but I'm talking about who wanted to hire him for his services. He didn't go to Baltimore at the last resort, bro. No, that's not true. Yes, he did. No, it's not. He got six million season for the Ravens. Six mil ain't shit, bro. That's that's not shit now. For, for a Pro Bowl, you got bro, ten, six, so, let, me, let me break it down. I'm sorry. So you got 10 million uh 2010, 6 2011, and then uh 6 2012. 
Okay, so yeah, well, that's for a three, contract. Bruh, that's not nothing that's, for a while. But that's back in the that's day, back, though. That was yeah, a lot of money back in the say, day. That's, oh, that's 12 years ago. What are you talking oh about? God. You're making Why y'all acting like that's so long ago, bro? It, that, in football look, money? Look, look at look at Look at what oh what God. the what the what the average wide receiver. Well, I won't say average wide receiver because we yeah. look at what well, a look pro at wide receiver was getting paid then. Yeah, look at look at 2010 <laughs> contracts and see, like 10 million a year is good, boy. 12 years ago, you understand? It's, it's the cap been going up every year. This is 12 I years ago. I hear you, but six mil. If like, you're making no ten million a that, year that right now playing wide receiver, you got some decent receivers. You, you, you were making ten million a year. He only made he, ten million one year and got six yeah, the other two. Yeah, because that's so the way the contract. It, that ain't ten. I, no, but that's the I'm, that's the way the contract was constructed. That means he had a bigger signing it. bonus. I bet your signing bonus was sweet. That that's great, but what I'm saying is that was not considered Pro Bowl. Mo- that was that was low ball money for no, a Pro Bowl wide receiver. No, it wasn't. Okay. Okay. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go back to that. Let's go to 2010. Um, I pulled it up. It, 2010. Y'all want to go down the rabbit hole? I pulled it up. Yeah, two, 2010 wide receiver con like paid like you know what I'm saying like money. What was they making like 10 mil? That's that's pretty good, man. That's the, uh, you using again the high number. That was but that's how the contracts was constructed back then. You got the, you get the big dollar that first year, and then as low as the Next couple of years and the signing bonus you, is big. It's right. still that I, it's still that way today. I get that, but that don't mean that you got a ten million dollar a year salary. That means you got ten million dollars that year. You can't say it's ten mil a year when you only right. got it for one year. Right. That's but all I'm all saying. The contracts so you have to look like at that, the average though. over the three. I get that, but you still have to look at the average. You can't just look at the one year because what if my contract was backloaded? What 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 if I'm a bigger superstar than him, but I got paid five million year one, but I'm backloaded where I'm getting paid okay. seventeen million. All right. Year well, let, let, well let's look at it. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at 2010, right? Wide receivers. Calvin Johnson was averaging nine million a year that year. Larry Fitzgerald eight million. Andre Johnson nine million. Like these are the big the big fish. So if he was getting 10 for a year, and these guys are averaging eight. He's in the he's in the conversation. I don't I'm trying to I'm confused on what you mean. Like Anquan average was eight. No, he was eight point three. How? I'm looking it's at it right 10, here. 10, 6, and 6, right? Hey, I'm looking at the average salary for wide receivers in 2010. So it couldn't have been 10, 6, and 6 then. So what one of them gotta who, be wrong? No, but that's who knows what the signing bone, who knows how that that some of these contracts are constructed, you know what I'm saying? Any kind of sentence and stuff like that. But the average salary in 2010 for Anquan was 8.3. Okay, so what and was if, the and if Calvin Johnson Pro Bowl wide receiver? Calvin Johnson was 9.2. Was that his salary for that year, or was that yeah. his average for that contract? That wasn't his average for that contract. That that might have been what he got paid that year, but that was not his average for his contract, bro. But that's but what listen, I'm saying. We talk about I'm, two different but, things. But but you're not making sense though. You can't tell How me. How am I not? My my guy. It's it's right in front of your face. You can't tell me his services wasn't wanted by anybody, and the guy was making nine hundred thousand dollars less than Calvin Johnson. But again, you're looking at one year. What if the next year Calvin was, got paid eighteen? I, I can go to the next year. Look at the average for the salary. I can That's go to the for, next for, year for the contract. That's what I'm talking about. I can go to the next year. That still don't tell the story as far as the contract is concerned. Anquan Bolden, contract- it, it just he was his average was eight point three. That's what it was in 2011, 2010. He was averaging 8.3 million. That was his average salary. And you can look this up on Sports Track. Brandon Marshall was 8.9. Larry 
Like, oh, these are pro. He was in. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what Anquan you remember. <laughs> he wasn't oh, just no, no I Joe Blow. I remember the like, production. Uh, I guess I got to go there. I ain't got where else to go. Hell no. Nah. That wasn't it. So he was getting paid Pro Bowl money. He was less than everybody you done named so far. Nine hundred thousand. Joe, if this man make a nine hundred thousand less than Calvin Johnson, really? Calvin Johnson is a top four wide receiver of all time. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't Calvin Johnson get a hundred million dollar contract? Man, oh, you can't, yeah, he did. But I don't so know what, what year he got. I don't know what. About? I don't know what year he got it in. And then, <laughs> see, you can't look at those numbers though. Those numbers be balloons. What you mean, <laughs> Joe? Explain this, man. But no, but no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Point, Let me. No, no. So if you no, look no, at the no, average, you gotta look at the guarantee. Buddy ain't bro. getting no way close to a hundred million. Back in the day, Hainsworth had a hundred million dollar contract. Vic had a hundred okay. million dollar contract. Okay. None of those guys ever fulfill a hundred million dollar contract. Ever, I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is, the contract is is what states where you are in the pantheon of things. I, I'm not saying how it plays out. What I'm saying is, the one guy that you said was only a million dollars away had a hundred million dollar contract. It it, it ain't it, that can't be the case if Buddy only averaged eight a year and had a three year contract. That can't be the case. The numbers don't listen. Make it, he had listen, to have a, a, a balloon here no, no. somewhere. No, I'm listening. I'm, he here's, had the, here's the contract. contract. Here's the contract from 2010 to 2013 Ravens. It's a three-year deal for 25 million. Okay. That's and why Kevin the Jackson act- had 100 mil. So what do we? What no, we, he wasn't as close to Calvin as what you're trying to make it seem. Not nowhere near. Calvin had a hundred million dollar contract. He had a twenty five million. That's how that seventy five million dollars apart is how far they were apart. No, it wasn't. That's man. big, bro. And wasn't um Larry Fitzgerald a hundred million dollar man as well? Or am I tripping? I swear he was a hundred million dollar man as well. Am I tripping, Joe? Didn't he stay in, with Arizona for the hundred million dollar contract when they sucked? Again, so again, something is off. Those con- is off. again, those contracts have huge. Signing bonuses. So I, I don't got nothing just, to do with that. One was twenty five mil. One was a hundred mil. They not close. I don't care how you want to slice that up. They not hey, close. It, it's it sounds good, but if one guaranteed and one not, and not one not, bro, they still the contracts are not close. All right, bro. All right, twenty five mil and a hundred mil ain't close. I don't care how you slice it. I ain't saying that was oh. his biggest contract. I'm just talking about that way he got paid from the Ravens. That's all I'm saying. Right, and what I'm saying is that wasn't no money. Other dudes that was his contemporary was getting paid four times that. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. You so, trying to make it seem like they only got a hundred thousand dollars difference? I think. Ah. But but but, the, but I just got to say this part, right? I feel like to Vander's point, eight million dollars a year was perennial Pro Bowl money. I, I get like I get like you like you looking at the the, uh, the illustrious contract. Calvin got that at twenty five. 26. Yeah, this man was 30 point, years old. At that point, he was already like, yeah. Correct. Was, that was my original point. Nobody yeah. went there. Their, their career was over. That, his, isn't that how we started this? No, but this he's not a running back, bro. His career, Robert Seaver's careers are not over at 30. He's not Where a running he back. Play after that? Where did he play after that? He he put the San Fran. They had 2,000-yard seasons. That's what I'm trying to tell you. His career wasn't over. When you get 30 years old as a wide receiver, they still getting big contracts even to this day. 25 mil wasn't no big contract though. That's all I'm saying. I don't care how you slice it. 25 and 100 mil. I don't. I, I don't care what the incentives are, what the bonuses. But they, what I'm saying are is, are not the same. We're not comparing. What I'm saying is this. I'm not comparing him to Calvin Johnson. It's saying, oh, you he's did. Just like Calvin. You literally no, brought up the name. The point I was making is the base salary that season. The money was comparable. 
That's all I'm saying. I ain't comparing. Of course, Kevin Johnson is a generational talent. He's going to get the bigger contract, right? No, 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 no. What no, I'm no, saying, no. the original premise was Baltimore doesn't bring in the big dogs, right? That that was the original argument, right? I, I never said that. We, me and Joe, was saying no, they I did. Said that. I said, that. yeah, we, and we was naming guys that they actually bought in that got paid. That was Pro Bowl. So caliber. what I'm saying is the money says that the NFL at that time didn't consider him to be a big dog. That's all I'm saying. The the two the the two guys that we came up with, Anquan Bowden and Steve Smith, they were both elder statesmen. Even if they weren't on their last leg, they were both elder statesmen when they chose to come to Baltimore. That's all I'm saying. Like big name free agent wide receivers don't choose Baltimore, and that's happened way before Lamar Excuse got me. there. That that's all that's all I'm saying. Again, I'm just saying it's not true. You got guys like Brandon Marshall. What about him? He was a Pro Bowl. He's a big dog at that time. He only got a five-year, $44 million contract. So what I'm saying is these are Pro Bowl talent. I ain't comparing. I'm just saying, like, Calvin Johnson. That was Johnson, Brandon Marshall with the Giants? Or was no, that, Brandon Marshall with the Dolphins. <laughs> with the Dolphins. Oh, shit. I forgot about the Dolphins. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. When was that? I, I forgot all about I, I forgot. 2000, I know, I forgot 2011 to 2014. You see that what I'm saying? Was, that was after the um, – it after was the Chicago. Then no, he, no he ain't made it Chicago yet. He was a Dolphins that first. That was before Chicago. Yeah. Where did he, he, sound, he start with the Broncos, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Miami. The, right. And then Chicago. And then Chicago. And right. then And when he got to Chicago, he signed a three-year 30. Okay. Which he was okay. still a Pro Bowl caliber receiver. So what I'm trying to tell you is that, he that, was that's, 30 years old making that. Yeah. That's fine. That, that's, that, that, that was never my point. My point was right. it wasn't until he was 30 years old that he chose to go to Baltimore. The only two people we can come up with was 30 years old when they chose to go to Baltimore. Big name, young, wide receivers don't go to Baltimore, and it's been for decades. That's all I'm saying. Bro, what I'm saying is he chose to go to Baltimore because he didn't have contracts with Arizona already. Great, but he still was 30 when he did it. Right. He Nobody got paid, is and he choosing got, to go to Baltimore. That's all I'm got, saying. He got paid handsomely. Yes, great. Yeah. He got paid yeah. for it, but yeah. still, no one what, better and younger is choosing to go to Baltimore. Baltimore had the money to give because nobody not, else wanted to they take. They don't want to play with that quarterback. <laughs> That's what you feel to realize. Well, you mean it's, that quarterback? That quarterback was still in high school. No, I'm just saying that quarterback. <laughs> Trent. Oh, we can go through the years. The Trent Dilfers quarterback. People don't want to play with those style of quarterbacks. But when Flacco got there, then you see guys that would catch the ball went there. I get that, but what I'm saying is, you made it sound as if Lamar started the trend. No, no, why, why, no, 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 he didn't start the trend. People don't. People want to play with quarterbacks that can actually throw the damn ball. So again, I Baltimore is not known for having these hot shot quarterbacks. Flacco was the one that kind of like brought them to the forefront, and those when the guys was there. That's when you see the Torrey Smiths, the Anquan Boulders, and stuff like that. But wasn't he drafted there? Who? S- wasn't Smith drafted there? Yeah, I'm sure So that's that's different. That's different. He ain't had no choice. Let's keep it moving. Tua, quarterback that possibly one hit away. Again, I see why Lamar did what the hell he did. Um, I'm really at this point thinking that Tua missing this playoff game says that he may be in deeper water than they're letting general public on to. Dynasty wise, Tua scares the hell out of me right now. Uh man, buyer beware. This is his last year in the contract, right? Yep. Did they do his fifth-year option? I, I can't remember. That's this season. They have the opportunity to do it. I think they're going to decline. He's in year four right now, right? Or yeah. Three. He's in four? No, he, he's in 
four. So they would have already had to pick up the fifth year option already, wouldn't they? If they were going to do it, it would have been kind of like David Montgomery, how they already not David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, how they already turned it down. Wouldn't they have had already done it this off season? This coming season, uh, let me let me go. Yeah, me I think this thing right now. I think it's also this this coming season, like Joe said. See if Josh Jacobs and Tua came in the same year. If but that's the I, case, I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't re him up. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? This, um, the, he had one more season under contract with them, 2023. So this is what year for him? This would be uh, next year. Be year four. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, interesting. So, how does Miami play this? I mean, honestly, fate may make the decision if he can get through the season next year. Somebody will sign him, even if not Miami. But if he takes one more lick, God forbid. But man, DeAndre Hopkins, he is probably most likely on his way somewhere else. Coach Cliff Kingsbury was fired. The owner said that Kyler Murray will have a say in who the next coach is. The scuttlebutt around the NFL is that Sean Payton has said to certain circles that he's always kind of admired Kyler Murray's style of play. So I don't know if that's going to factor in anything. I know Arizona would jump at the ability to hire him, but I don't know if that's just kind of trying to make Denver pony up a little bit more money because, you know, if anybody can afford it, Walmart can. So we'll kind of see how Sean Payton ends up. But me and Barry, we were kicking around a little bit earlier. I know you brought up New England. I was looking at uh, Chicago, maybe Green Bay, the Giants, a couple of teams like that that, that I kind of had in mind. And the reason why I said the, the Patriots are kind of like a dark horse because this thing got Bill written all over it. D-Hop's 30 years old. And if you see the Cardinals play the Patriots, you know, Bill, one of them guys, he, if he like you, he can come up to you and talk to you. Right. And, you know, he go up to D-Hop and let him know. Say that the sweet nothing in his ear right quick. Just tell him. He, the, <laughs> he, he just tell him, he just told him, like, you're the best. You're the best in the league. Right, so, right. Man, I think even this year, they played this year, he was like, yeah, you miss, man, you miss how many, six weeks, and you still like, you know, such and such in the, you know what I'm saying? That's incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he just that kind of, same thing he used to do with yep. Ed Reed. He used to court Ed Reed all the time when the Ravens play the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? I just think this is a possibility. I think D-Hop, this could very be his last year in Arizona. They want to probably start clearing up some things as a new regime comes in. And I could just see Bill making a move because who who does the Patriots have at wide receiver? Let's be clear. They took a chance on a Devonta Parker. You know what I mean? See how that looks. I want to say that contract is up as well as Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, that, was, yeah, that was just something to just, you know, let's see, keep the tire. Probably better keep the tire contract. It's but, a lot of our wide receivers contracts up. Actually, now I think about Bourne might be up too. I'm not I'm not 100 percent certain on that. Myers, Myers um, he'd probably be returning. You know what I mean? He'd probably be the person that returned next year. But man. now I think he up too. Like if we don't re-sign him, I think I think we gotta shit or get off the pot with him this year, this offseason. Yeah. But we know how we know how you know Belichick will go grab those old veterans and bring them in. Right. And we could see that whole Randy Moss all over again, basically is what I'm saying. So I could see D Hop being a Patriot. At least the Patriots being interested. Whether he'll go to a sign, I'm not sure. But they definitely there's gonna be a couple of teams probably, you know, lobbying for his services. But I think the Patriots will definitely be one of them. Brandon Cooks has been very vocal about wanting to get the hell out of Dodge as far as uh no longer being a Texan is concerned. I don't see why they would want to keep him at this point. They're definitely doing a rebuild. Whatever picks you can possibly get for him. I mean, he's only twenty nine. Just about everywhere he's going, he's been productive no matter what the situation is. What do you guys kind of foresee? Now, Cooks is a guy that I can foresee Bill calling and saying, hey, let's let's get back together again. And I think he might end up being a little bit lower as far as compensation is concerned than a Hopkins is concerned. 
Yeah, I really think um, Brandon Cooks, he got to have something in the tank. Like I said, everywhere he goes, he's highly productive. He had 1,000-yard seasons. I think he only had like one year he didn't have or two years he didn't have a 1,000-yard season. I think, honestly, a change of scenery would be, be nice for him. I mean, he's going to garner a lot of people's attention. I think he'll probably end up meeting with several teams. I don't have a destination, really, in, in regards to him. I mean, a team like, you know, maybe Chicago kind of stands up. They're going to need a little bit of everything, even when they resign uh, Chase Claypool next season. Something, a destination like there to get Mooney, Chase Claypool. And should, you, still, you still want to go get another wide receiver, but I think he's going to get another bag. I mean, he, he always get another bag. I think he's going to get some money this offseason. Hey, why not go to where it all started? Go back to New Orleans. They can use him. Hey. They can use him for sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, why not? Because Michael Thomas. I don't Thomas, know who they keep. We gonna his be ass got, they Michael Thomas him. got to go. He got to. Y'all can't he be playing this, this dance with him he got again. To. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and with Olave, I think that'd be a good thing for Olave, his maturation, young guy, bringing the veteran, and uh, just put the band back together, you know? A lot of yeah. guys go back to New Orleans, and this could be a very well one of those. He has some, uh, it, some really good years there. And there are going to be some free agent quarterbacks That'll make a nice little stopgap. I mean, you throw maybe a Derek Carr, a Jimmy Garoppolo, a um, you know some of these guys that are going to be available. Hell, depending on what happened to Seattle, Geno Smith may be available. I don't know, you know, um, but yeah. they're going to be some guys out there. Hell, maybe you bring back Teddy Bridgewater to bridge the gap, and you draft a quarterback. I don't know, but they're going to be some guys out there. Maybe, God forbid, but maybe Zach Wilson's change of scenery is a new coach and a new location where he gets to fight it out. Hell, maybe Winston wins the job again. Who knows, man? There's so many moves that are going to be made this offseason. Nah, man. Winston, Wilson, them boys better go hold the clipboard. <laughs> I can see Winston being a nice back. If 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 I'm Winston, I try to go the road of Tyrod Taylor uh, versus making waves like a Cam Newton, and you could be in the league for the next ten years if you play it right. But Again, like, don't 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 you know? If I'm Winston, go back to the original, go back to Tampa Bay and fight for a job. Cause Tom gonna be out of there. That. I can see um, that too. Yeah, I can see Tom be, being like gone. Say he could be kind of a bridge as well. Definitely. Not sure how much they believe in like a trask or something like that, but I think Tom would definitely be leaving. So Tampa Bay may be go back home. You know what I mean? Tennessee so I may Tennessee may need a stopgap guy, and which because uh, I think Ryan Tannehill is going to be freed up as well, which he'll be a guy that can go somewhere too. I mean, it's going to be a lot and that maybe, can go on, but my prediction for Tennessee would be Aaron Rodgers. They kind of so, played away so him a little bit. Is Jordan Ooh. Love the guy? Yeah, I think they so, seen okay, enough. You, okay, I think they seen enough. Or Jordan Love, because he's seen – if you pay attention to Jordan Love this past season, he's like he got to hold his offense, finally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a grasp on it. Like He, he looked, knows where to go. He looked really – he looked really – in short, you know, just a little bit. We didn't see much, but he looked pretty damn good. He looked sharp enough. Yeah. And, he can uh, get him the same damn record that Aaron Rodgers got him this year. Yeah, and he probably tired of the whole – same thing with Favre. Just, tired, just got tired of doing the dance with him. You know how much and, money that frees up for them? They can actually go get the – but, okay, let me ask you this, though. What does Tennessee got to give up? Nothing. Nothing major. What do you mean nothing? I don't think it'd be nothing major. Maybe a third. For Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Nah, bro. They, I, that's a relationship that's it's probably the reason I say that is because other teams will be willing to pay more. I can yeah. see him ending up with the Jets before that. The Jets will give up more. They have more pieces that, that Green Bay. The Jets will be a sweep. The Jets will be a sweep in that spot. For real. Hell but yeah. I'm not sure if Rodgers have some type of clause in there. No trade. He has a house in Tennessee. Again, this is Tennessee was one of those teams that was in the uh, last offseason. He probably does have a no trade. No, yeah. no, no. I don't think he does. 
think he, I think that was something free to they walk? were talking about on one of the um talk shows or something that they were saying. No, he's not free. So he extended his contract by I want to say a year. I, I want to say one of the things was that there. Hey Joe, can you look that up right quick? Whether there was or wasn't a no trade clause in in um, Aaron Rodgers' extension. But I want to say it was something funky about the whole thing where the team was able to trade him. He had to like okay, it was something close to a no trade, but not really. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have one. So they can sit him with who, who to the large. So I don't think Tennessee has the pieces to be the largest bidder if they're going to send them up the road. I, I mean, New York could be a being, New York would be a sweet spot. I like him on the. And he'd be better off there. They got a defense. They got everything but a quarterback right now. Think about it. Yeah. And they got no, wide they, receivers to give. Yeah. Give me a no, give me a first round pick. Give me one of them wide receivers. Here's you're not getting no. I don't know first round pick. Absolutely yes. not. First round pick. No, but I, 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 I will allow it to be a 2024 if it'll make you happy. But give me a first round pick. Because guess what? It? Guess what? Them quarter, them coaches ain't gonna be there the next year if they don't make a big move and go deep into the playoffs anyway. So don't worry about what's gonna be left in the kitchen that you ain't in a house that you ain't hey, gonna be living in no more. This, this is hey, this ain't dynasty, bro. People are not I, giving up a first round pick for. 40-year-old quarterback. Man, listen. Let me see. For Stafford, man. Stafford, Stafford, like 34. 40-year-old. I ain't say 34. 40. If my job is on the line and you tell me I can get a guy that got two, three good years left minimally and all I need is a quarterback, their defense don't let people score more than 19 points. And with the wide receivers they have, with the re- Brees come back and his quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. No, I mean bro. I love it. I told my, I got a homeboy that's a, it's a Jets be silly, bro. I got a homeboy that's a Jets fan. I told him the same thing yesterday. I said, man, I would like to see y'all get um Rodgers. I told him that, but Matthew Stafford is thirty four now, so that right. means when they got him, he probably was what thirty three, thirty two. But the thing about was, a 40 year old as long as you get your Super Bowl, like you, it's a window here. Before you got to start paying a whole bunch of them young dudes, he's you forty though. Nobody spend a forty, a, a first round for a forty. Three I'm year just window. You you think Tampa Bay wouldn't do it all over again and give up a pick if they had to to win Not a, a Super first. Bowl? To win a Super Bowl, they would give it all up. They would give if, every if it was guaranteed, but it's not guaranteed though. To guarantee win one, yeah, but nobody's not giving no first round for no. You know what else Rogers. is not? You know you know what is guaranteed that you're not about to beat the Bills. And you're not about to beat Miami as long as they have two or anyone that's close to it. If he's hurt, you bet you couldn't even stick up with the Patriots. So them coaches won't have a job, bro. I don't care how old he is. He'll be there for as long as they coach it. But this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. Exactly. You can't, you, that's can't, my point. you can't, but you can't, you know, give up your future for a guy that may play one year and retire. He's 40. So you don't know I when he's going to retire. Don't, don't look at I Tom Brady. You. Tom Brady's not a measuring stick. Guys ain't playing until they're 67 years old. <laughs> Only he does that. So, I feel and it's Rogers. His mind is all over. This guy thinking a whole different. He's he's like the Kyrie of football. He might get traded and then retire, huh? <laughs> like, nah, I'm not playing for y'all. I mean, you just you know what I mean. He's unpredictable, so I wouldn't spend a first round pick, maybe a third, fourth, not my first. I I really kind of feel like somebody would jump out there for him, I mean, especially if they feel like they're that one player away. I'm speaking of the Jets, uh, Mike Lafleur, that who was their offensive coordinator, he was fired. I'm not sure if that's good bad or indifferent but whoever the quarterback is there they'll have a fresh offensive coordinator kind of coming in i saw a headline with the atlanta falcons that kind of made me say hmm but the falcons have are are not making any decisions on who the quarterback is going to be for 2023 that is kind of 
interesting to me. Do you do anyone of you happen to know where they pick in the draft this year? Are they high enough that they may be able to get one of those one of those sought after quarterbacks? Hold up, because you know I keep that tab open. Hold up. And the reason I'm asking is for them to be non-committal. I know that's not because of the guy that just quit. Oh, they pick eighth. They pick eighth. Uh, there's likely a, a guy that's going to be there. Mariota basically quit on them. They, that, that may be their way of saying they plan on getting a quarterback at eight, or they're going to give up that number eight pick and maybe package it with something else, maybe move up to where a Chicago is that doesn't need a quarterback or maybe one of the other teams that are maybe, you know, three, four, five, somewhere in there um, that aren't QB shopping and have uh, open competition this offseason between Ritter and whoever they draft, or, or maybe they plan on bringing in somebody. Maybe that's the perfect spot for Ryan Tannehill. Who knows? I I can kind of see that making sense based on who the head coach is, but them being non-committal on who the quarterback is going to be tells me that they weren't too impressed with what Ritter was able to do. I mean, you invested. <laughs> That's all I can say. Not really. I mean, it, it wasn't like he was a, a, a high first-round pick. All the quarterbacks went late. Yeah, but you got to give him opportunity to see if it's there. I mean, the Falcons got the what? Eighth Number eight. Pick? There's so much. This team needs a lot of other help in other areas as well. Like, I'm not sure if a quarterback is to play. I mean. You look at the top guys, the Bryce Young, he'd be gone. Stroud probably be gone at that point. And maybe even the guy out of Kentucky, Lee, Levis, Levis, or, uh, Levis, Levi's, or whatever yeah. you want to call him. <laughs> but um, those guys would probably already be gone by by the time they pick. So and why would you draft a quarterback? Take that eight and try to move up to where you know that maybe that third or fourth guy is going to be if they have a good feeling about who that guy. Now is. being that now Chicago would be a person that you can make a deal with, being that they already have a quarterback in play, you might can make a deal with them. You know what I mean? And, and but. I'm trying to figure out you then you have to really savage your whole future for real. And to be honest with you, I don't see a, a, a Peyton Manning in this draft. You know what I mean? So some decent guys, but there's nobody to be savaging your future for. Yeah, I like I like your point too. I, I think honestly, they got so many different needs at eight. Maybe you do go with a Ritter, because to your to my to what I'm looking at, they haven't had a great pass rusher as far as the defensive end. Since John Abraham. Abraham, right? <laughs> yeah, but they, they thought Beasley was it, but Beasley was too inconsistent, you right. know? Absolutely. Um, I think, and that's why uh, Ryan Tannehill makes sense in the offseason. I, I think his days in Tennessee are done. I wouldn't go at the Tannehill either. I'm just saying, if you don't want to use your draft pick, I mean, Ritter, Ritter, Ritter I don't think he's it. I mean, you saw what and, he And if you don't think Ritter, they bring in somebody like this, there's a lot of guys going to be available. I mean, like you say, he spoke on Geno. You think, uh, Joe, you think your team is going to draft the quarterback? I think so. I mean, think so? but this is the thing. Is, you know, you just broke the, Gino just broke the record for the most passing yards in the season for a Seattle quarterback ever? My thing is, what what Gino think he going to get? Because Gino not going to get 20 mil. Right? So I can promise you that. He got going to get what Seattle offer him because he ain't, ain't, him. Ain't, ain't but so many ain't but so many options too. So. I think yeah. somebody in the league will give him twenty mil, but I don't think Seattle would. I definitely you think he'd go back Seattle. to the Jets, like or, or he go to Tampa mm. Bay. Like where did he go? Where would he go? That'd be crazy with the Tampa Bay though. Or New crazy. Orleans, New Orleans. We were talking about New Orleans needing a quarterback. I mean, maybe they're willing to pay Geno as a as a stopgap. And you know, man, I, I don't know what situation Gino would be comfortable with. Boy, I hope that slipper don't fall off his damn feet next year. <laughs> Look, <laughs> but, but, but the good thing about it is, you know, he turned into a carriage at the right time. He gonna get paid before he turned back into a pumpkin if he does. To be honest with you, right? And we all been watching football. I'm, I'm older than you guys, so watching football a long ass time. Look at it, man. I've never seen a guy. You older than me, man? You sure? Yeah, I'm 41. When your birthday? April. Oh, you older than me by a month. 
I'm 41 yeah. and my birthday is May. So, so, listen, so listen, I've never seen a guy damn near 10 years later make a Pro Bowl. You, you've never seen no shit like that before. Like Facts. Somebody yeah. coming to the it's, league at quarterback now. Okay. Be in the league for like 10 years I mean, well, and Kurt make the Pro Bowl. Was out of the league bagging groceries and came in and won the Super Bowl, so. But but exactly. Warner but but Warner <laughs> but Warner wasn't in the league like that. Like this dude was drafted. Warner wasn't no you know what I'm saying high picking up like that. This guy was actually drafted and he came into the league. So it's a little different than Warner's story. Like you got some guys that be going doing some some odd jobs, work at Starbucks, do here, and then come what about, back. Uh, Carson Palmer does he fit that mode? No, 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 because Carson Palmer was drafted as well out of uh, Southern Cal. Right, this but what I'm dude, saying is he he was somebody that was wetting nothing for a long time, and then no he, Carson he was, was Carson was solid. Like Gino had, Gino did nothing in the league. Yeah, true. Nothing true. in the new in New York. He was the whole. I mean, he was on the bench for how many years? We Gino hasn't started since what 2014. We didn't even see a guy grab a clipboard for eight years and then come in and start making the Pro Bowl. I'm like, it's impressive. Like this is unheard of. He really reinvented himself like two chains. You know, he went from he went from titty boy, you know, because in the, it, he was that with player circle, and then went out right. and came and then reinvented himself and then got bigger than he was coming in. Same thing for somebody like um my guy from Three Six Mafia, um Juicy J. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? They just kind of like reinvent themselves and was bigger artists the second go around. That's what Gino did. This is unreal. Like, and that's the same thing we about to do, but we'll let y'all know about that. In a, you know, in a few. Stay tuned though. It's gonna be dope. That kind of. Wraps up the news. I know that was kind of like a lengthier news session, but that pretty much wraps up the news. Let's go ahead and get into Final Fantasy. All right. So this is the time of the year where we can kind of go back and reflect on who did what, how close that came to what we thought was going to happen and where we were just way off. So. I'd like to get my I told you so out of the way first. One, Mr. Vander argued me up and down that there was no way that Justin Fields could even be QB 15, but he ended up at QB 5. I told you this was coming. It happened. Yes. Me and Joe, because it was was Justin Fields. It was Justin Fields. As a matter of fact, let me get the other told you so because it was the same thing. It no, was it was Justin Trevor Fields. Lawrence. Yeah, no, it was it was both of them. I was just about to say that. It was Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. And you were basically saying, how is Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence both going to be in your top 20 and who going to get moved out? And we both said, I don't know who going to get moved out, but I got a feeling both of them going to be. And we we had them like at 15 and 16, if I remember correctly. But I remember Justin Trevor. I don't remember five, Justin because I was saying, I was saying okay. Justin, I was speaking. I was kind of talking up Justin like, I was saying, um, remember, you I was didn't saying have this as we did, though. You were yeah, talking about, yeah, I was saying because this coach they had, he he's one of those coaches that drop a lot of design runs. I remember I was saying mm-hmm. that about him, so I know he's a good fantasy. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember the Justin Fields thing. Now, he's done a whole lot better than anybody expected, Absolutely. but um, definitely Trevor Lawrence was uh, the one I was like, nah, but he he turned on the second half of the season pretty, pretty, pretty tough. So, so cool, and actually, man. let me take a step back right quick. Let me give you the top 10 quarterbacks, then we'll go 11 through 20. Um, number one, and this is without any like funky scoring, like if you have like anything, you know, like with you know bonus points and things of that nature, you kind of have to kind of create your own list. 
but whenever you're listening to fantasy shows, we kind of do what the masses kind of go by. So with that being said, you got Patrick Mahomes, number one, Josh Allen, number two, Jalen Hurts, number three, Joe Burrow, number four, Justin Fields, number five, Geno Smith, number six, Daniel Jones, number seven, Trevor Lawrence, number eight, Kirk Cousins, number nine, Jared Goff, number 10. Give me your I told you so's, Barry. Yeah, well, of course, the guys no one see come, I would say Geno Smith. He's the one I definitely didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. No one did. There's not one person on this earth can say Geno's going to go off this year. Maybe his mama. <laughs> no. But she's been saying that since he was six years old. Right. But, um, that part. I would say my I told you so would be Kirk Cousins. I guess it depends uh, on the scoring. Is, yeah, yeah, well, Yahoo may be a little bit different as far as scoring. And actually, you know what? I think this list, the difference is going to be one of the – chief differences is whether it's a four or six point for passing touchdown okay. that'll kind of change up the list a little bit as well okay well my on my he's number but the seven, top 10 yeah. should still pretty much kind of remain the same so yeah but looking at it and you know, i would say kirk of- cousins would be my you know that one i told you the new mm-hmm. coordinator coming in kind of seen it right on the wall so i must say Facts. kirk cousins yeah what you got on the i told you so is from the top 10 joe man only i told you so uh probably be jared Goff. Uh, just that connection with him and Ben Johnson, like you know how I go on my little tirade about offense mm-hmm. coordinators and everything. I didn't even know he made the top ten, but I did have him really highly regarded just because of that connection and just everything that was just going on uh, as far as the weapons they put around him. And then obviously St. Brown, that was my told you so. I guess you could say, like you said, Gino, Daniel Jones. I mean, like especially me having a debate with somebody in our dynasty league. I did not oh. expect the dang Daniel Jones, man. Barry, heads up. The debate was Trevor, or well, another one of the debates. Yeah, I, I do want to bet on over, that too. Uh, Tre- uh, Trevor over Tannehill. Yeah, I owe, I owe Joe some, <clears throat> some wings on that. 11 through 20, we got Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson at 13, Aaron Rodgers at 14, Tua Tungvaloa at 15, Derek Carr 16, Russell Wilson seventeen, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray eighteen, Marcus Mariota nineteen, and Dak Prescott twenty. Eleven through twenty was kind of surprising in the fact that some guys that are kind of up there end of year ranking still kind of hurt you pretty bad if you look at it from the week to week perspective, which is how you get W's and L's. So let's take fence to someone like Lamar Jackson, who you kind of depended on based on the fact he still ended up at 13 and didn't play for a whole lot of games. He was somebody that was putting up a whole lot of points for you and then gone. We look at somebody like a Tom Brady who this previous game got like 15 touchdowns in one game, but week to week he was crushing you. But those that that's the difference between the end of the year ranking that we're looking at right now and as we go into a little bit deeper into the offseason kind of deep diving um, into who actually helped you the most week to week but on this list a couple of guys that really surprised me that i did not see coming uh, russell wilson i did not see 
this coming for him. I did not see this coming for Derek Carr. The the seasons that they had, it just didn't it didn't calculate based on everything that they had around them. Now with Derek Carr, at least there were some pretty significant injuries that you could point to as maybe, you know, maybe that's why things didn't kind of go as smoothly as they could have. But with Russell Wilson, yes, he had a couple of injuries as well. But before those injuries, he still didn't quite do what was necessary. Um, I can't be mad at Lamar. He was doing his thing until he got hurt. Aaron Rodgers, he finally kind of got there and became relevant. But then when it mattered most, he kind of didn't show up too much. I guess the big surprise would definitely be uh, someone like a Russell Wilson, of course. But again, I wasn't a fan of the, the coach they brought in. Remember, Facts. I was speaking on that. And, you know, Facts. he was, I guess. At nauseum. You were screaming from the rooftop. <laughs> yeah. like Matter of fact, is. I believe the direct quote was, why does this guy have a damn job? I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, so yeah, um, tell you this guy hacking, but <laughs> but Russ played up, you know, but Russ didn't play bad the last couple weeks of the season. Once they changed the play callers, you know, the last couple games, uh, we just seen him against the Chargers, had a solid game. Do you think lost if Sean him. Payton come in, he can turn everything around here? Because I think Walmart gonna pay Sean Payton enough money to just say, I, I, w- I would rather go play for the Chargers, but I'll take your paycheck. Well, I don't know if it's going to be Sean Payton. Um, you think I, think, so? I think Jim Harbaugh is definitely a possibility. So the only reason I say Sean Payton's not worth it because you got to give up compensation. Well, no, no, no. So, so for them, that don't matter right now. And the reason I say that is because it wouldn't be like this year's first. But what they're saying is Sean Payton and his crew are their first option. But essentially, they'll bail Harbaugh out of Michigan and the suspension he about to face because he wouldn't to take any NFL job right now. So they don't really have to make him their first priority because there ain't going to be a whole bunch of people chasing him anyway. They do like Harbaugh, and I believe that if Peyton turns them down, he'll be next up. Now, let's say best case or worst case, either or. Does this fix Russ in that offense with, with either one of those guys? Or is there one like, eh, if he goes there, I don't know. I mean, the team is already solid. Like, they have a really good nucleus. Right, take, absolutely. I think I think Harbaugh can definitely get the best out of these guys. I'd rather go with Harbaugh, me personally, if I had to go with one of the two. Sean Payton, cool, but again, I'm not giving no – I don't care if it's a 2030 pick. I'm not paying <laughs> no pick for no coach. It just don't make sense to me, right? I'm not giving you no first-round picks for no coach. I'm not trading so for So let me coach. give you a little uh, trivia right quick. Mm-hmm. Would it surprise you to know that a coach that's on the hot seat almost has the exact identical record as Sean Payton? And that would be one Mr. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. They both yeah. have the same amount of Super Bowls. They both have the same amount of winning seasons, the same amount of losing seasons. And Mike McCarthy right now, too many, if he doesn't win this coming uh, Monday, might be out on his behind. So I just find it interesting that I, when you actually get down to the numbers and the brass tacks of it all, a guy that's on his last leg has the exact same record as a guy that people seem to be fondling off. I felt that that was kind of an interesting, interesting little tidbit. Sean Payton, he cool, man. He, he had some, a lot of success. If it wasn't for referees, hell, he probably would have had more Super Bowls. Because <laughs> they, I didn't seen the Saints get robbed like three years. Like, this is the craziest stuff. So, Again, it's almost just become a part of the storyline now. Right. I think Harbaugh is needed, though, for Russell and for those other players because he's going to make Russell get rid of that little private little office he got and all that. But they got to go. Like, certain coaches ain't going to be going for that. you just one of the guys, and I think that's what's needed for this team because a lot of rumblings, a lot of players kind of don't bring like bring people together. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the special treatment that Russ is getting. Yeah. You got your own office. 
in this in the stadium was like for what got a camera crew riding around <laughs> just all this stu- like stupid stuff and i think hardball being a former nfl player he gonna be more for the guys what wasn't he, he a, was he a quarterback yeah yeah okay and, okay i thought and his, okay. And, and his alma mater in parentheses the Colts, they're probably interested as well so i think those mm, would be another okay. team in hardball for the coach i forgot they're looking for a coach yeah yeah and he and he was a quarterback there so look out for them that's really my my choice i think the Colts gonna get him Oh, we didn't talk about Sean McVay maybe stepping down. So that may be another opening. I think I think uh, Raheem Morris has been looked at by quite a few people. I know D'Amico Ryan is being looked at by quite a few people. Sean McVay uh, is see, a quitter. Uh, he is, bro. The That's first all it is. Lose the season and you out? Yeah. Like, it's, wow. No, it's, no, it's just because, crazy. think about it. They they have nothing in the cupboard. They, they don't. Have sa- they have savaged the next couple years. Yep. The best, sure player, the best player on the team is about to be on the way out. Yep, Staff, the quarterback. You already see what's going on with him. He's just, he just quit. He, he doing I, what I Sean Payton McVay did. Knows, I think McVay knows more than we know, and Stafford may be a little bit more hurt than what they're letting on right now. Mm. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have picks. We about to be cash strapped. We about to have to start the, the good players that we do have. We about to start have having to let a lot of them go because we're not going to be able to pay people anymore. That whole fuck them picks. Yeah, it got you your Super Bowl. Congratulations. Maybe it was worth it in LA. You got your Super Bowl, but now this is the backlash of that. And now you're going to take your ball and go home and probably be a broadcaster somewhere for two years and then do the same thing as Sean Payton and come back (laughs) and try to coach. And then the Rams got to give up or, or, or the Rams would then be able to get at least some of the compensation that they gave up when you were in your, you know, your spree. So maybe that ends up helping the Rams in the long run too, being able to trade their coach. But the dude's only 36. He can literally go away, get one of them 200. You think Amazon won't pay him 200 million real quick? Look at the jokers they got on there right now. You think if they pay, what's your boy? Um, the the cornerback. Yeah, they pay Richard Sherman like 50 they million. Got or Fitzpatrick on there. They got they Fitzpatrick got on there. You which, think they wouldn't take <laughs> Man, they pay that man 200 million to come on there. He can, the other thing is, I believe he just got married recently. He can, you know, raise his family. He can come back at the age of 40 and still have a, a, a another 20 years as a coach. And before he can come back at the age of 45 if he wanted to. Once you got that ring on your finger and you're a part of that 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 dynasty, if you will, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, to but do a lot that. of coaches, man, but I agree, they, he is a quitter. Yeah, once a lot of coaches, once they go, they usually don't come back. I mean, look how long they've been trying to get um, my guy from Pittsburgh back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, look how old, look how coward. old he was when he quit, though. Look how old he was when he walked away. Yeah, yeah this but dude's I mean, thirty six. That's true. But there's I mean, a lot of what, coaches. Coward, I mean, like fifty six or something. Yeah, but like that's that. young in football. I get that. So I 36 mean, <laughs> is super young. That, yeah. Most coaches haven't started being a head coach at 36. Most coaches don't get their first head coaching job to 45. That's all I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> and God forbid he decided he wanted to go to college. Yeah, oh, he's just man. a quitter, man. That's just, that's, just, that's all it is. I agree. sad. I mean, he just quit on the guys. That's all it is. I agree. The I agree. Rams are about to be in the toilet bowl for a while. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. I can see Donald about to quit. I can see them having to trade Ramsey because what's the point of having him on a team that ain't going nowhere? I'm right. not paying you $100 million to be a cornerback on a team that can't win any games. That's stupid. So they're they basically going to have to restructure everything and try to get back most of the picks that they gave up with current players. It can be done. If you got the right GM, it can be done in just a couple of years as far I mean, as getting the picks. But they, you know, right. The GM they got is all the chips in the middle of the table, and it worked. But now you're about to see the – 
It's the, the it's aftermath. The, yeah, that's all it is. It ain't the boom that kill you. It's the stuff after the boom. The radiation and all right. that. Right. And that's what they about to do. There you go. <laughs> That's, now, there you the go. next 15 years, the baby's coming out with three arms that there you got to worry about. There you go. There you go. There you go. Let's go ahead and finish up the quarterbacks right quick. We got quarterbacks 21 through 30. Jacoby Brissett, Andy Dalton, Davis Mills, 24, Jimmy Garoppolo, 25, Matt Ryan, 26, Ryan Tannehill, 27, Matt Jones, 28, Kenny Pickett, 29, Baker Mayfield, 30, Tyler Heineke. Davis Mills is uh, my disappointment, man. I, I I had him like I think like in the tw- in the twenties, maybe I think seventeen, the twenty range. I thought he's going to do a little bit better this season, honestly. And um, big, I don't know what was it about that offense. He definitely don't look like an NFL quarterback this year. I think my biggest disappointment, or the one that I didn't see coming in this group, was Matt Ryan. He's not as old as some of the QBs around, but unless he's willing to be a backup, we may have seen the last of Matt Ryan. Um, like, and, and there may not be a whole lot of teams that may even be willing to grab him up as a backup. There, there are a couple. Hell, it would have been San Fran, but what Brock Purdy is doing right now, I mean, shit, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need Matt Ryan if I got. <laughs> Brock as either my starter or my backup and Trey Lance as my starter or backup. I mean, so if if Lance ain't ready to go, which last update I heard, he should be ready for OTAs. If you got those two guys, you don't need a Matt Ryan as a third wheel in my humble. Matt Ryan really disappointed me. To the point that I don't know if Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman are the issue or if it's the quarterback that's the issue. And I should go back to the well again. Um, we'll kind of look at how that plays out, especially when we figure out who's going to be throwing the ball there. I'm not going to say the uh, Pittman and, and Pierce, those guys are the – I mean, the offensive line is horrible this year. True. I mean, the Colts went from a top three offensive line league to a bottom. So is it a chicken or egg situation? That, that's what I was about to say. Is what it a chicken or egg in, situation? I'm not sure what happened in a year's time. I know they probably had some injuries, some guys must have moved around or something, but I know they still had Quentin Nelson and then the, um, the other pro bowlers still there as well. But it's just that the offensive line went from, I mean, like literally, arguably three. the yeah. best. You know, some people say it was the best. You know, them, the Raiders, and Browns. It was either out of those three that you like. Right. And then and this the, season, uh, the Eagles were up there. It, well, the Eagles are up there this year, but up to my last year, it was Browns, Raiders, them. Now the Eagles is, is, is you know considered the best now. They go from that. And then, I mean, you look at Jonathan Taylor. And we'll get into that later, but the offensive line for sure is the reason why I think you know he just wasn't successful. So I, I thought Matt Ryan's going to be a little so bit we, better. But, I was about yeah. to say, though, so do we give Matt Ryan another shot based on like – but see, so that's no. my thing. So in many cases, a lot of the, the film points out that it was Matt Ryan holding on to the ball too long, not being decisive enough with his reads, mm-hmm. or attempting to run knowing damn well that he can't. And that caused the line to look quite a bit worse than what it would have had he just gotten rid of the ball. So is it a chicken or egg situation? Did Matt Ryan make the line look bad? Did the line make him look bad? I would say I mean, the line because if, if, if that was the Taylor case. got hurt. So, we, I mean, you but know. Even when Taylor wasn't hurt, it still wasn't the same. Because they Those, could focus on the run because they wasn't passing at all. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't like they wouldn't focus on the run last year. Who the quarterback was last year? 
Wentz. Yeah. He went, I mean, he I was mean, like, but Wentz would throw scary. interception, but goddamn it, he'd throw that ball down the field. Pittman looked a whole lot yeah. better with Wentz than he did with Matt Ryan. Yeah. I'll tell you who I was disappointed in. I'll say that I didn't see it coming because I didn't see the whole situation coming. And that's Mac Jones. Uh, and maybe because that's my guy, um, you know, being a Patriot fan, but they, I mean, I feel like Bill Belichick failed the team. This bull crap with going with a DC that's never called plays to be your OC. I feel like Bill Belichick was just kind of full of himself. This was another watch how smart I am situation. And I think he stunted the growth of Mac Jones, to be honest with you. You know, I think we're kind of in a situation now where, again, this will be year number three. And now we're going to, again, have to change the OC. And if it's not someone who's sustainable, we'll be looking at year number four going into the year with the new OC. So I think right now the Patriots are doing a hell of a job of screwing up Matt Jones's career. And with that being said, I think I like Bailey Zappi better than Matt Jones, even though I think we're at fault for the way Matt Jones looks. Quarterbacks 31 through 40, 31, Carson Wentz, 32, Matt Stafford, Zach Wilson, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, Mitchell Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, Mike White, Cooper Rush, and number 40, Tyler Huntley. I guess the biggest surprise in this one to me was that Zach Wilson was as bad as he is with as many weapons as he has. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I had really expectations for any of these guys, but my biggest surprise would be um, maybe Deshaun Watson. Really? Being that I know he was rusty, but he, he showed it. Like he, 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 the rush, he, he didn't, I mean, them first, there's these couple of games we've seen from him. He didn't look like Deshaun that got two hundred fifty million. He didn't like a two hundred fifty million dollar man. And I'm know with a with an off season, he won't come back next year. You know, way more polished. Absolutely. But, um, but he just you could tell like he had the speed of the game was something he needed to get better adjusted to. So absolutely. I mean, but, you got to think about it. His whole season was basically the length of the preseason. Yeah, pretty so, much. But how you feel about Mike White? Are you surprised that he made the list, being that he only had a few games? And 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 I guess this leads into the conversation of is Mike White good enough to be the Jets quarterback as well as Tyler Huntley because if Lamar <laughs> leaves do they look for a new quarterback or is Huntley the guy minimally for a year no both of them are answers are no okay we seen Mike White do this last year throw for 400 yards three touchdowns oh Mike White and then throw four interceptions like indeed indeed nah. <laughs> he, <did, laughs> he did the same thing this year came in throw three touchdowns oh Mike White the Mike White show ain't throw another touchdown since just interceptions. After that, four interceptions. Again, no touchdowns. So, no, Mike White is just a, a good guy to come in, a real quick flash in the pan. You know what I'm saying? Nothing consistent. Definitely not your future. None of that. You know what I mean? So, no. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much wraps up Final Fantasy for the QBs. Next week, we will hop into the running backs. Let's go ahead and get the rundown for this week for your DFS and your playoff pitcher. All right, let's go ahead and round the show out with this super wild card weekend of playoff matchups there are some games that are going to be dandies and and I, I i really can't wait for this weekend of football first up you got seattle going up against san fran this is a nine and a half point over under i i love san fran's defense they've been on top all year i can kind of see this being a huge game for christian mccaffrey seattle's run defense 
is not where it's at. And um, so I wouldn't doubt San Fran being able to kind of win this one comfortably. What um, you got on your boys, Joe? Huh, you know, a miracle, man. I think a miracle. I think honestly, it's gonna, it comes down to possessions. We don't got it. We don't got a great defense, so time of possession is going to be really key. I think you got to kind of limit an offense like that. To your point, with McCaffrey being able to do everything that he can do, Ayuk is balling right now. I think Debo um, is near. It, it might be questionable coming into this game. I think. Um, Kelsey been going off crazy with Purdy. It's, this offense too explosive. We can do ball control. We good, man. That's and what have I been telling y'all? Whenever Debo is out, Kittle shows up, and it don't even matter who the quarterback is. That's just the way San Fran's offense has been going like the last couple years. But whenever Debo is in there, Kittle becomes basically a right tackle. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think Purdy just have a better rapport with Kittle than Garoppolo does, man. Like that's been that, his go-to guy the whole time, basically. He, him and, he him didn't and have the opportunity to. Yeah, because yeah, Debo ain't been around. <laughs> yeah, but he'll push the ball downfield, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so that kind of fits more of it helps everybody. Yeah, so. frees up CMC. Right, it helps everybody. Like so, so let me ask you this real quick, quick sidebar: Is Purdy your quarterback? Or we, what are we doing with Lance? Like, if this dude gets you deep into the playoff, I mean, can you ask Lance to do better than what Purdy's done? I, I mean, like, answer, I got an answer for you. Okay, okay. If they go to the Super Bowl, Trey's a backup. Oh, okay. They, that's it. If they lose in the playoffs early, Trey's a starter. Purdy's the backup. You don't, so, you don't try to get versus him being a backup. You don't try to get some draft capital back for him and then get a different backup. No, because we no? losing okay. Jimmy. We losing Jimmy Garoppolo anyway. Right. Trey Lance is coming off an injury. You, you're not going to just pick Mr. Irrelevant and then trade him, hoping to get some capital back. And then No, Trey no, no. Get, I'm talking about trading Trey Lance, not Purdy. I'm talking about nah, starting Purdy. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to – what you're going to bring back. You're not going to get what you put into it. No, you won't get that, but you'd you know be, I mean? you be able to get more than what you get out of a backup quarterback. You can get another starter from somebody. Yeah, I don't think anybody will do it because, I mean, Shannon, you got to understand, Trey Lance was – the Shanahan's pick. This wasn't the NFL style pick. This is some, this is one of their their dreams. So he kind of fits their mold. You know what I'm saying? That's like you know what I mean like Alfred Morris. You know what I'm saying? Like what you think gonna get for that? He has so much value with a Shanahan that he has in the other right. team. If that makes sense? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that's what Trey Lance. I just don't think he's gonna you know. So if if, if Brock Purdy can lead these boys to the bowl, God forbid they win it. Oh, Trey Lance has got to hold the clipboard. That's it. It's, it's done. It's not us to be said about. Period. And then you still look kind of crazy because you didn't savage a little bit of your future for this guy. But you now don't look crazy because you won a Super Bowl. No, you did, but you didn't win it with him. Uh, you won it with the guy, the last pick of the draft. This the storybook will never have that as hey, a part of it. <laughs> and this is and this is that Tom Brady trade. Could be that Tom Brady Drew Bledsoe story all over again. Yeah, facts. Absolutely. Because once Absolutely. Tom got that opportunity, right. he didn't give it back. Facts. I mean that that's happened to a few guys out there now. You know, somebody came in, it was like, Oh, you, you thought I was a backup. Hell, that happened out with Jalen Hurts. He he ain't won a Super Bowl, but I'm just saying, you know, he was supposed to be the backup, and then lo and behold, look yeah, like he's about to be the guy that's talking about we're talking about late draft picks though. Like Tom was a late draft pick. Yeah. Hurts was an earlier draft pick. Uh, yeah, he was I think he was like third round if I'm not mistaken, third or fourth, something like that. So, I'm not mistaken. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely see that. 
you got, let's see, Los Angeles Chargers going up against Jacksonville. Um, this one has a two-and-a-half-point spread. I think I might like the Chargers in this one. I think Brandon Staley is coaching for his job in this one. Like, if he doesn't beat Jacksonville to finally win a playoff game, like, I don't – I think they have to take this group and give them a different coach to take them to the next level before you end up having to pay Herbert, which once you got to do that, a lot of the pieces that you got right now, you won't be able to afford. So you got to get somebody in there and maximize like now, like right now. But I think I like the Chargers in this one. This is a trap game, if you ask me. For who? <laughs> for the Chargers. Okay. Because I think people are looking for them to beat. This, this Jags team is pretty tricky, man. Like They defense pretty tricky. Oh, they're nice. Yeah, they, they're, they're, nice. Tri- they're a tricky team. I mean, not only that, let's think about this playoff football. The Chargers right. are one of the worst teams in the league against the run. But can the Jags yeah. do it? You know what I mean? So they can run, run the ball very well. You know what From I mean? The so quarterback to the running back to the fullback and, to the and playoff and playoff and playoff football tends to be a little bit different than regular season football. That true, makes sense. true, true. So who's your you DFS play in this one? Oh, ETN. Okay, that's what I thought you were getting. You, yeah, you yeah. trust the Eckler in this one, or is the price a little bit too high against that defense? Um, I I, I don't want to spin up for Eckler, me gotcha. personally. Um, but I love ETN this this game. I mean, on FanDuel, he's seventy one hundred. And like I said, this team is like next to last in the league against the run. Early, they played him early in the year. He really didn't get, you know, they were still doing a little project with him early in the season, so he really didn't get his feet wet. But, yeah, fire up ETN. He's, my, he's definitely my DFS play in this game. And I also like uh, Zay Jones' this game. Mm, okay. And, and, and also watch out for that Mike Williams news because Keenan Allen put on a nice show last week, and he'll definitely be a play against the Jags. With no Mike Williams, I think he might be a play regardless. Honestly, might might make his day a little bit easier if Williams is there, so he can't get so much attention. Yeah, but he's he gonna be a definitely a double digit target like guy, and even Palmer. We all know what Palmer looks like when was you know he sits as well. So there's a lot of a lot of good DFS plays on in this game right here. It's gonna be a lot of good back and forth. Miami going up against Buffalo. This one is a ten and a half point spread. With Miami getting the points, 78.9% of the public is on Buffalo. That don't normally work out well because the house rarely loses. So I can see Miami possibly covering in this one just because Vegas very rarely loses. But um, I, I mean, I guess as far as DFS is concerned, one of the guys that I would possibly look for it's going to be Gabe Davis. This kind of feels like a Gabe Davis game because, you know, Xavier Howard is going to be giving digs nine times out of ten the majority of his attention. So that's going to kind of open it up a little bit for Gabe. Also, out of the backfield, I can see them utilizing Cooks quite a bit. So that's kind of who I'm looking at in this one. Uh, obviously, Allen is a stud, but I wouldn't want to pay up for him. On the Miami side, Skyler being the quarterback, I don't know who I trust. I mean, somebody's going to get something over there, but I have no idea who, so I would kind of stay away from them. This is going to be an onslaught, in my personal opinion. Especially, like you said, to your point with Skylar Thompson, I think um, if you had to target anything on that side of the field, it, it all depends on what's your cup of tea. I like Waddle. Like, you know, we've seen, you know, Tyreek Tyre is my dude. I think Tyreek is obviously, he can take anything the distance, but 
one thing that's always consistent, what we've noticed, um, or I've noticed particularly even the last game, Waddle uh, fared really well playing with Thompson. I think the rapport is there. And he's just one of those, he's just a quick, he's one of those quick guys, a quick slants, you know, little in routes and things of that nature, something to just pretty much give him, you know, the opportunity to take the ball and, and make something happen with it. We've seen the tight end be favorite. Smythe had a good game. I think uh, he's someone like if you want to spend up at another position, you go with Smythe. And, you know, you're not expecting much. You know, he get a couple passes because they're not using Gusecki like that anymore. And they're sharing a lot of the responsibilities, and they already phased out the third tight end, Hunter Long. So I like Smythe as a DFS play. Oh, man. Uh, I, I kind of agree with Joe. I think this is going to get out of hand. Um, and it's due to the uh, probably going to be the poor quarterback play. Um, from the Dolphins, we haven't seen Skylar Thompson do much of anything when, when given the opportunity. He had what two starts this two starts this past year, one touchdown, one pick, 150 yards was the most yards he passed. Like I just don't I don't see them having enough. Um, if you if you must go with anyone, I mean we don't need no news on Mostert as well. I'm right. interested to see what what that looks like. So and Jeff actually, Wilson. I made a mistake. The line started at ten and a half. It's now at thirteen. So it's, mm. it's it's moved. <laughs> it's, so there you go. If, if you know anything about Vegas or anything, that that's a significant move. Yeah, for so sure. That means everybody, and it makes sense because seventy eight point nine percent of the public is on Buffalo. So yeah, they had to move that so they can kind of wash their face a little bit. But that's the only thing that's making me think it. It, it may not go as far south as we're looking at it because eighty percent of the betting public is going to wipe out. A, 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 a situation for for the house, even with the line moving the way it has, so it'll be interesting. Though. I think it, I think it can definitely happen, but that uh, will make uh, it more likely that a Baltimore Cincinnati, where eighty six and a half percent of the public is on Cincinnati, it makes it more likely that Baltimore covers that eight and a half. I, I can't see the public winning in both of those. I can tell you that it's the two biggest the two biggest bets of the week. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not playing any Dolphins though. If you're talking about DFS, don't play no Dolphins, man. Like I said, Jeff Wilson would probably be a guy I would squeeze in there due to his price point if I had to. If he, especially if Mostar, if, if Mostert is out, right, right. Because for Miami to win this game, they're going to have to run the ball. And if Buffalo Absolutely. get up on them, yeah, now Buffalo, this game's going to be strictly about time and position. They got exactly. They got to limit the positions gotta, that yeah. Buffalo has. That's the that's make, make it. I'm talking about three yards in a cloud of dust. The right. whole game. Yep. Absolutely. And, but the, the sad part about that is, can Wilson stay healthy long enough to actually play that style of football? Because if it's a full load and, and he's the only one there to carry it, I don't know if that's a good prognosis, but that you got to do what you got to do. It's the last right. game of the season if you don't win. Because if the Bills can, if the Bills get up on them early, this is done about it. <laughs> you, you're not going to pass your way out of this one. You got the Giants going up against the Vikings. This is only a three-point spread. In this one, I think we can see fireworks, y'all. I like Daniel Jones. I like Saquon. I like Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. I believe this will be a higher-scoring game and as far as fantasy purposes are concerned. Other than Justin Jefferson, uh, most of the guys are reasonably priced. TJ Hawkinson is going to be a nice one in this one. Darius Slayton may be a, a guy that you may want to look at um, as far as a pass catcher from the Giants. They're kind of testing Kenny Galladay, kind of trying to see whether or not 
it makes sense to cut them or to continue to pay them. I'm not exactly sure what kind of dead cap they would have if they were to let him go this offseason as far as that big contract that he got when he came over there. But they've kind of been, you know, trying to kick the tires on him. Maybe maybe you want to have a dart throw at that guy um, in this type of a game. I don't know. Cause I feel like with, with Minnesota, they play fairly inconsistent. Like, in the beginning of the year, it's like they had smoke for everybody. They was beating everybody to a pulp. And then as the season progressed, it's just like you don't know what the tail of the tape. You would think they would uh, be favored to win in this matchup. But I don't know, man. Same thing with Justin Jefferson where I don't know what's going on with Kirk Cousins, but where's that rapport? Man? What, what are we doing? Like right now it's like Hawkinson and Cook, you know, to move the offense and matriculate the ball with Jefferson sprinkled in, you know, after the second half and everything. I want I think Jefferson is a big play. This is this put up a shove at this point. Everything's tied to him. I don't think no DB want any part of Justin uh, Jefferson this week. On the other side, uh I definitely I like I gotta like Je- uh Dave Jones for whatever reason he's not turning over the ball. He's scoring in the end zone. He's poaching all the dang touchdowns from Barkley, all of them. I know personally that he does that. So he's still a viable play in a good matchup. To your point, Gary Slayton is really good. If I had to say like a DFS play, um, I'm going to go back to the well. And I'm, I, I have to kind of pick on uh, Hawkinson a little bit just from, you know, how productive he's been. And I think this is a game where you got to kind of see him being in the end zone and being a focal point in the offense to get him there. If they're going to keep going back and forth, he's going to definitely be one of the main contributors. Last two matchups, we have Baltimore versus Cincinnati, which is eight and a half point spread. And then we have Dallas versus Tampa Bay on Monday, two and a half point spread. Baltimore and Dallas, um, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work out, but when there's an eight and a half point spread and 86 and a half percent of the public, is on Cincinnati. That tells me this may be one of those knockdown, drag out divisional games where Baltimore stays within those eight points. Um, but I don't see, foresee them winning. But it's it's just been the trend that the public doesn't win when it's that much of the public's bet on it. So I can see this been a lower scoring game because I don't see Baltimore being able to keep up with Cincinnati if they took off. With that being said. There's really no one on the Baltimore side of the ball that I would trust in DFS because I don't want to pay Andrew's price point, not knowing if he's going to be Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde in any given week. I'm on Cincinnati side. I think this could end up being um, a really good game for like a Tyler Boyd type of a play. Um, A guy that is capable of getting just as many touchdowns in the game as the two guys that are over him, but the price is going to be as such that you can kind of go for the gusto in other positions. Um, as far as Dallas and Tampa Bay are concerned, I don't think I want anybody on either team in DFS. I think that's going to be a game where it's going to come down to the the last second. I'm, I think the last time they played, uh, Tampa Bay won like 19 to three or something like that. But that was week one. I know. Just saying, like like I, it, Tom, Tom Brady I, is seven and zero lifetime against Dallas, something crazy like that. Um, 67.5% of the public is on Tampa Bay in that one, though. So maybe the Dallas faithful get their their wish, if you will. But I think Tampa Bay is going to end up winning that one. It'll be a really close game, though. I love that the Cowboys got to play the Bucks, man. Just because <laughs> they fans are the worst. Tom Brady, man. Can we see it again? This is like perfect for prime time. This is like absolutely. You know I mean? They this, made this, this is a Monday dream, game for a reason. This is a dream, dream matchup. 
This will be the highest watched Monday night game in the history of the NFL. I Watch agree. what I tell you. I Watch agree. what I tell you. I agree. It's going to be a sweet one. Um, but Tom Brady, man, he, he just won't die. You know, he's like Jason. You know what I'm saying? You burn him up, shoot him. And probably going to Las car. Vegas next year. You know what I'm saying? Run over with a car. He turn <laughs> and he just, you know how the body is just down. And it just raises up like the Undertaker. He's like, that's Tom Brady. He just won't die. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's an old time Brady had a bad year. He's not having a good year. He's, he's here. And once he get here, anything can happen. Zero, zero. Anything can happen. Um, we've seen them beat the Cowboys early in the season. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a good a good game. Uh, DFS plays, man. Sheesh. I'm like, of course, I like, I'm like. i going with the Cowboys side of things, though. C.D. Lamb, uh, the pass catch. Because Tampa Bay can't stop receivers. They can stop the run, but the back end is not. I've been playing so well, so I do like the receiving core for the Cowboys against them. I know Evans will probably draw Diggs, but this is a matchup Evans can win because Diggs take a lot of chances. So this is a matchup that they could win. But and the second game was the Baltimore game, right? Baltimore versus Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, I like Cincinnati because we don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Is it going to be Anthony Brown again? They just played each other. This, these two teams just played each other, and we see the outcome of that. I believe it will be Anthony Brown again, but we, we right. know it won't be Lamar. So and not, I haven't heard anything about Huntley, so I'm not a fan of any of the, the Ravens, honestly, be honest with you. I think this is just game this is gonna get beat. Play it, play the Bengals. Play the defense too. That's all I gotta say about this. Like there's there's, there's nothing about Baltimore I like at all. I like Isaiah likely. I played him last week as a nice sleeper play. But um, He would make sense. I'm gonna just pretend the Ravens and Cincinnati don't play and I'm just gonna focus on Tampa and uh, the Cowboys. I like Schultz. Schultz, um, Schultz is on one right now. Like, dude is balling. I like him uh, on the Cowboys side. Uh, as far as the Buccaneers, just like to what we all kind of discussed, this is Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady been throwing close to fifty passes a game as of late in the last second half of this. Well, the whole season, he been throwing between forty to uh, fifty passes a game. This is gonna be one of them. He gonna need to. And to Vanda's point, I think Diggs is going to have to kind of split his time up between Evans. And that's going to leave, God, you know, Godwin, if anybody, to be the benefactor. He's been somebody who, for whatever reason, has been catching five to six passes a game faithfully um, for Tom Brady. And I think he's going to be a big part of the game plan, especially if they're going to keep things competitive. I think it's going to get out of hand, just like to your point of just how quickly I think Cowboys can put up the points. So I like uh, Goddard and I like uh, Schultz in that matchup. And that pretty much wraps it up for us for this week. We'll be right back to you same time next week. And we're going to be going over Final Fantasy for running backs, making sure we get you ready for the wild card weekend with this being super wild card weekend. But that pretty much wraps it up for now. We out.